This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. He'll stroll in here in a moment. All right, Thanksgiving's a little more than a week away, so it's time to make sure your home is truly ready for the holidays. Today, we're looking to help you with any home improvement questions you may have before a family comes to visit. Does your front door stick? Is the faucet dripping, or do you just are you just looking for tips to make your house more inviting? Also, with our first below-freezing temps of the season on the way, or actually kind of here, uh, we've got some show ideas on. Or we've got some ideas on how to prepare your pipes. All you've got to do is participate. Number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can go to uh, let's say Fix It One Hundred One at mpbonline.org. There we go. I lost my space. How's it going, Dale? Oh, everything's great. Yeah? So what are you working on right now? Man, right now, uh, you know, everybody wants that last-minute little project done before people come in. Right. So um, I got a, a kitchen design we're working on. Um, this this is for the rehab house, and it's got some hardwood floors. Got right, kitchen design. I have to ask the general question. So are you yeah. guys doing, like, water or power on an island? Yes, it's it's a total oh, uh, hey, that's a kitchen uh, makeover. That's the good stuff right there. So okay. I mean, uh, custom design cabinets and just it's so many new products out now. We're uh, you know the customer really wants the, the lighting under the cabinets and and all kind of little things. So uh, what's going on at your house? What have you been working on? Oh man, I got uh, one of those lamps that's got a special light bulb <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> You know, where do you find them at? I, I'm looking You're talking for about like the halogen, those really hot ones? The- no, it's it's the little bitty, the smallest, almost like the uh, the rabbit light bulb. Uh-huh. And, and I'm like, where do you find those at now? Uh, I, I, do they still make them? Man? I don't know. You know what you need to do? Throw that lamp away and get an uh, LED yes. you know, lamp. And it's funny, a wife came home the other day. And she bought this uh, LED desk lamp. And it was obviously made for, like, going off to college for your first time. You know, one of those little lamps. Yeah, you know how they're all real bright colored, you know. But it's just one LED light. It's perfect. And it was like six bucks. Yeah. Because the light bulb, I did find one, but it was a little bigger. But it was like four bucks for the bulb. I'm like, man, uh-huh. that's a little overpriced for this little thing. So have you guys built a fire at your house yet? We've been wanting to so bad, man. You hadn't done it? We had. It was cold enough. It, it is. I, I just uh, just hadn't, you know, I guess I want to be able to sit down and enjoy it. And I've been just running so lately. Right. I just said, you know, I'm going to do it, though. And well, we burned the dust off of ours the other night, and it was awesome. Man, I love the smell of that fresh firewood. Every, you know, when it first get cold and everybody light them up. Uh huh. It just smells like hey. Oh yeah, you could walk around my uh, neighborhood last night and smell it. Every, everybody yes. was was going ahead and giving it a try last night. But um, uh, we did we did one. It was it was absolutely fantastic, and uh, I'm, I'm glad the season for it is finally here. But there's yes, some tips here. we can talk about that a little bit later on the show. 
I got stuck with this piece of siding in my house. Okay, what do you what do you call? Well, anyway, is it vinyl there's a, or there's a piece of vinyl siding on what I call the dog houses on top of the house. Oh yes, um, and and it keeps coming off. And I've been using uh, I used uh, the 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 guys that put it on initially. The contractors that put mm-hmm. it on initially used a um, a nail. And, yes, and the through little this piece of nail. So, but it, it came out. Uh, or, or or the siding ripped out. You know, it's 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 vinyl right there. It's not like yeah. Red. And if that wind gets in there, it will wiggle it out. Right. So so it's done that twice now. Well, this thing is you know it's thirty feet off the ground. So I'm having oh, to get man. up there. You need to go on and put a little liquid nail behind. That's it. what I was about to say. Is is liquid nails the thing? And just go ahead and and yes. make sure that never ever ever yes. ever comes off. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And and, and still put a little nail in it or a strew uh-huh. just to keep it there as long until the nails liquid nails yes. grab a hold. To that cure. Okay. All right. Good deal. I'll try that then. Well, um, uh, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. It's 877-672-7464. One week, and it will be, uh, well, almost one week, and it'll be Thanksgiving. Yes. Is that not crazy? Uh, Let's see. We're talking about ways that people are going to get their jobs done over the holidays, the things that you're going to do, the things that you need to do. And we've got all kinds of checklists to go over and things that you might want to tackle. If you've got a call, you might want to give us, uh, or if you've got a question, call us at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Um, it's just a ton of stuff going out there. Shift a little bit. We turn to the uh, the wildfires in California. Well, we're just mm. freezing over here. It's a huge uh, uh, in California. These wildfires just unbelievable, and um, yes, I, just, I can't imagine that. Man, and think about it. Terrible. If paradise in Paradise, California, is just gone. Yeah, burnt the whole town. It's just it's gone. Unbelievable. So, so there's going to be a lot of folks in those areas, and and we understand that being in the hurricane and tornado state, we understand yes. rebuilding. So anyway, uh, make sure, and we know that this time of year it's happening to a lot of people between trees falling and having to get things done around the house. Please check your references on your contractors. Uh, you know, call someone who is working with them right now and get a reference. Yes. Don't have a double disaster. You know, it's bad enough you're going through some already and being a, a shady contractor, man, no. Right, right. Well, uh, real quick, I've got an email to go to. This is this is this is crazy. We were just talking about fireplace. What <laughs> is the best way to start a fire in a fireplace? It's an email from Edgar. You know, that's a fantastic question. I know, I know. A lot of you are thinking, how hard can that be? A match in some wood. Well, yeah, it, it's, tough it's now not quite like you don't that. have starter wood. That's right. If you don't have starter wood, if you don't have anything that will stay lit for a little while. Uh, and then if you're if you're the person like I used to be who wadded up a whole bunch of newspaper and threw it in there and hoped for the best, um, <laughs> there is a better way. There is a better yes. way. Okay. Have you guys ever seen – if you go online, there's a couple of different ways to do this. Now, remember, this is inside the little firebox in your home. So you've got to remember that, that you know, it's in a, a three-sided box basically, Right. Mm-hmm. All right, you're at a three-sided box. Now, when you go, think about a campfire. All right. Now, when yes. you do a campfire, you don't you don't put 
three pieces of wood laying beside each other, stick a match under it, and and, and hope it'll catch yeah. on fire. What you do is you set that uh, those up into like a little tent structure. Yeah, the little teepee style. Right, the little teepee style. So you put your the sticks up in a little teepee style. The, the whole trick is to get the fire burning that little stuff first, and then you can throw the logs on. Yeah, you got to, you know, build a fire, I would say. Oh, that's good. Not yeah. um, Instead of throwing uh, all of the old mail in there. And, yes, uh, or, or pouring some, some lighter that, uh, fluid on and oil and gas and stuff. <laughs> don't don't do the paw paw, you know. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go to the phones real quick. Jerry's on the li- uh, on the line. What's going on, Jerry? Hey guys, good morning. How are you? Morning. Good. Uh, I have two fireplaces. Uh, uh-huh. One I haven't used, and one that I do use. Mm-hmm. I use the wood that you buy at the big box store. Yes, sir. My question is: well, I have two or three questions. Um, how often would you recommend, if you know the answer, getting that clean, being that I don't use regular wood for getting that cleaned out, and then the one that I never use, should I have it cleaned out? And what price range would you think that would be in? Well, um, and you're saying you use regular wood for one of them. No, no, no. no. The wood from the big box store, not not, not wood from trees. So, so uh, the store-bought wood... The log, yeah, the, the pre-lit log. Oh, oh, okay, okay, like the fire fire logs. Uh-huh, yeah. Okay, now I got you. So you just use in there. So, so this fireplace really is just for <clears throat> effect or the mood or the way it looks. Correct. And that kind of, so it's not really something that you're relying on for heat, correct? Correct, uh-huh. You know, for that, uh, do you have gas going to your home? No. No? Okay. Um <clears throat> now, what you're doing is not bad, although can get expensive by the end of the year. I can tell you that much. Been there. Yeah. Um, so what are you looking to do with the two of them? Well, I say one, I haven't used. I've been in my house eight years, and I've been using one for about five years. So, I mean, we don't get that cold, so six times out of the, out of the season probably. Mm-hmm. I was wondering how often should that be cleaned? And then the one that I haven't used, should I have it? Just I guess inspected, I guess. Just, I haven't even used it, though. Um, I'm saying for the one that you've used for six seasons, you said, without cleaning it? Yeah, you know, maybe not say six, seven times during the winter season, I may burn it. Right. How often should I get that clean? It shouldn't be a yearly thing, I wouldn't think. No, but you should do it now because it's not, I mean, if it's been five years, you need to get your chimney clean. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And the one that hasn't been used, just get it inspected, just looking at it, maybe birds or anything that may be in there, something like that probably. Sir, if you have somebody at your house, go ahead and get both of them. And yes, you're right. Uh, you know, all of us, or a lot of us have had uh, squirrels in there, birds in there, whatever kind of critters can figure out how to get in there. So it is good to have both of them ex- inspected because what you don't want to do is ever light a fire with something like that in there. Of course, because of the terrible thing that happens to the critter, it could also burn your house down. So, um, yeah, I would suggest it, you guys. Yeah, yeah, especially he hadn't used it in eight years. You know, you want to inspect that. Yeah, because you can have some cracks. Yeah, that, that that's just some good insurance. That's just uh, that's just good housekeeping one hundred and one. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, check it. Okay. All right, thank you. All right, thanks, Jerry. Appreciate it. Uh, number calls eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Time for us to uh, take our first break of the hour. Mr. Jeff showed up, so we're good. Today we're looking for your home improvement questions before the holiday season gets officially started with Thanksgiving next week. Are you looking to spruce up your bathroom, maybe fix up that dip in your floor? 
or a fireplace issue. Call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what question or project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. And when we come back from the break, we'll look at your November home maintenance list. So stay tuned. MPB listeners pay attention to quality. They look for quality in their work and their daily lives. If your business cares about quality customers, look to MPB. Go to mpbonline.org slash underwriting for more information. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. You can join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. So uh, we were talking, uh, the last call we got in was about fireplaces, and that's going to happen a lot from now on, guys. Because uh, if, you've, if you've cleaned up your fireplace, if you've not cleaned it up, whatever, and like I said, we kind of burned the dust off of ours a couple of days ago, and it was wonderful. I'm glad yeah, to see it. You know, I, I lit mine last night, actually. Uh-huh. Um, mine is real simple. It's gas logs. It's ventless. I was about to say, when you say you've lit yours, is that just turning a switch? Well, <laughs> I actually had to Wireless leave the remote. line. and Oh, wow. Actually, my oldest did it, but I right. supervised it. <laughs> So, which is fine. He needs to learn. And, right, good uh, for you. But, but yeah, it's it's burning. And everything's great. It's just it's just great this time of year. I love them. Man, you put some music on. You get that yes. fire going. It's just yes. right on. All right, eight seven seven MPB ring is number to call. We talked about some November maintenance um, and some of the stuff that you might want to look at this time of the year. Now we mentioned we mentioned this uh, a little bit last week, but but do look at that this week. Check or replace your battery in your fire alarm. I would ha- I would hazard saying check. Look, nine volt batteries don't cost enough to matter uh, to replace them every six months. Mm-hmm. And, and just go ahead. You may as well. It's not going to hurt anything. Replace the battery in the in the fire alarm, and just be like that. Do that every six months. That's right. Not, sure. Not going to hurt anything. Jeff works with people all day long that forgot to do that. So. Yep, and it's um, if if no one gets hurt, it's still devastating to see years and years of stuff, and that's that what you've that's, built up. Yeah, right. that's what we're gonna call it. We're gonna call it stuff. It's right. treasures. It's uh-huh. your it's your treasures, and um, and they're a, they're a pile of ashes. So, um, another thing you can do. This is something we need to do. Uh, this one says check replace your kitchen water filter, which is the one that is on our. Refrigerator. Sure. Um, so we yes, that's a big deal. The all right. So everyone who's got a little reminder system, go ahead and hit the button now. Ready? Check. Replace kitchen water filter. Good deal. Let's do that for the end of the week. Also, uh, have you recalked the shower and tub in a while? Mm. Think about that. Uh, mm-hmm. After a while, pretty much everything out there that they sell, unless it's a, a thousand percent silicone, is going to get a little brittle, cracked. Get a little dirty that you can't get out of those little cracks, uh, and you know what? Caulk is cheap. It's not that tough to put on. It's actually not horrible to come off once it's dry. It pretty much peels up. Yes. So, so that's a good little project for you to do on a weekend that can make a big difference by the and the way that your tub looks and your toilet and everything else. 
All right, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can uh, go online and go, uh, let's say, fixit101mpbonline.org. I just completely Wait a lost minute. my brain there. For Where do I work? Right, right. That's exactly <laughs> what that was. What street am I on? Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, so some of the other things that you should do during November on this checklist: um, store your outdoor furniture. Have you thought about that? It's God, still out there. Point. It's that's getting right. cold. Yep. Uh, it's going to get wet. It's going to freeze. It's going to get brittle. It's all that other stuff. Go ahead and put it under something. Sure. You know, now's the yeah, time. Yeah. You know, even if you just have to go get a um, a tarp. A tarp. You, you yeah. know, it, at least it's it's covered. It's not mm-hmm. getting the leaves on it. Right. You know. So at the end of the season, the tarp will be trash, but your your stuff yeah. will be okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's okay. Yes. Um, also, now this one might take a minute, and if you find a tool, it's great. But clean out the dryer filter. All right. Clean yep. out the dryer filter. That's a big deal. If you do that twice a year, uh, you know, if you do that once every six months, that would be the best thing you could do for your home and its safety overall. Yeah. Because more fires start with a dryer vent than just about anything else. It's unbelievable. So, well, I'm, I'm a little embarrassed about this. This was years and years ago. Dryer quits. Uh huh. It's still running. Right. It's not drying. Um, and I'm thinking, man, what in the world? So, you know, check the element. Everything's working fine. Mm-hmm. Um, decided to go buy a new one. Right. <laughs> Bought a new one. Well, it didn't dry. Huh. And I'm thinking, now, wait a minute. And, and it, right, it, right. It was a clogged up uh, exhaust. Oh, no. Yeah. You, did you take the new one back? No. It gets worse because I, I, I gave the old one to a buddy of mine <laughs> and took it to deer camp. Oh no! So, Perfectly good dryer. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, good deal. Well, you needed it there. Anyway. I, but that's mm-hmm. right. You're right. right. So good deal. Well, that, but th- you know that is real though. That's that's a big deal because that pipe will get yeah. full. And think about it: the pipe that you're used to seeing in the wall is about six inches right, sure. in diameter. It's that it's that real shiny pipe that goes out the wall. Well, the deal is, after a while, folks, it, it it's up. like. Yeah, it's like arteries, you know, sure. I mean, it just builds up, builds up. And finally, there's about one to two inches of air hole in there for it to right. work, and it just doesn't work right. Well, you know, I, I think we're programmed to think the worst of everything. Uh-huh. Oh, man. You know, and it's the little simple things. Sometimes we need to step back and say, wait a minute, let's check the little simple things uh-huh. first, um, save you time and money. You know, so. Timmy was on the show one time uh, from AC Remedies. He mentioned that that is the leading cause of those uh, dryer heaters going out. Yeah. Is there's a little switch in there. That. That's right. There's a little switch in there that will basically burn out. Right. Uh, that if thing. the if dryer it, gets too hot. If it gets too hot. That's right. Right. And if there's no outlet for your dryer, it'll get too hot and the whole thing will just shut down. Yep. So there we go. There we go. We're going to go to uh, D.C. in Canton. He's got some freezing pipes. I know, already. How's it going, D.C.? Oh, everything's going well. Um, I heard you guys were mentioning about the, the weather falling and, you know, care for your pipes and all. Uh, I have a, it's like a, maybe not quite an inch or maybe a little under an inch type pipe PVC. Mm-hmm. has like a pin-sized hole in it. And um, instead of replacing the pipe, I was wondering, is there anything that I can do to, like, 
kind of like cut and replace, put a little joint in it maybe, or, you know, something other than going, seeking a professional, you know, contractor, you know, what could I do as a, you know, everyday, you know, Joe Blow, you know, to try to correct the issue. All right, Joe Blow, I got you. I got you. All right, this is a water pipe. We're talking about a water pipe. Uh, and because he said PVC, we're not talking about gas. Sure. You never mm-hmm. touch a gas line. Don't even bother with it. But uh, a water line, a little a standard water line look, man, there's these things. If you go to the hardware store, I want you to look up or ask ask the fellow that's over there or the person that's there. Ask them where the shark plumbing stuff is. He'll know what you're talking about. Shark, like a shark, baby oh, shark, shark right. even. Right. right. Um, so there you go. So a shark. And what that is, is it is a compression fitting mm-hmm. that it, you can basically push that on with your hand. You just you, you cut one side of a pipe and you prep that. And there is a way to prep it on PVC. Yeah, clean it. Uh-huh. And, you know, and then you take this uh, this little thing and it's a coupler. You can get a coupler, Right. You can put one side of a coupler in, then take another extension of that pipe, make it longer, and then put in a second coupler on the other side. Now you've got another, you know, however much you need, and you've gotten rid of the hole. If you cut on either side of the hole, mm-hmm. you follow? Oh, okay, so shark compression Fitting. coupler. Mm-hmm. Uh, coupler. Uh, okay, and just go to the hardware store and... As for shark plumbing, uh, well, you're gonna need you're gonna need to know what size that is. Okay. So you, your best uh, your best shot there is to take whatever it is that you cut out. Take that piece with you to the hardware store. Right. Yeah. If it's uh, hot or cold water. Yeah, and that way they'll know what size the line is. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. 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 All right. All right. Okay. Well. Um, and that, now, before I let you off the phone, you said, "Can a regular guy do it?" That's the way Jason, the regular guy, would do it. Now I'm going to go to the people who get paid to do this. What about yeah, you guys? I, I mean, that's that's the quickest, simplest fix. And they also make those um, in a compression um, screw-on type like that. Um, a little. Um, coupler in, in between where you can screw each end and tighten it up as well, mm-hmm. the old-fashioned kind. And you can just cut it out and glue it on. Um, yeah, it, it's it's going to be simple. an easy fix. Either way you do it. And, yep. and when you go to the store, they will walk you through it again in steps. Mm-hmm. When you tell them what you're looking for, they'll know um, kind of inexperienced. So they'll say, okay, this is how you do it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you're not going to spend a lot of money. No, no, under um, twenty bucks. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And DC, your best idea is to go ahead and take a, a few pictures before you touch anything. All right. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Take some footage. Yes, right. <laughs> You're going to want that. All right. Thanks, sir. All right. All right let's uh, keep going to Craig in Biloxi, and he's got a comment. What's going on, Craig? Hey. Good morning. Uh, I wouldn't, wanted to make a comment about when you're starting fires in a fireplace or, or a stove. Yes, sir. That you can uh, jam a piece of newspaper up in a pipe there and light it, and uh-huh. that'll keep a, a lot of smoke from coming out of the fireplace while you're lighting it. Uh-huh. And I, and I also jam a piece in there when I'm cleaning it because you got dust floating around, and, and if you and if you got that heat going up the chimney, most of your dust goes up there. Yep, that that that's right. That that right. chimney is not going to um, 
operate until it gets up to operating temperature. You're, you're exactly right. That's right. Uh, I, I'll right. give you – yes, absolutely. So if you are starting a fire within, you know, like a three-sided uh, fire you know, box in your sure. house – uh, with a chimney, right? And and I've done this several times. Is 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 roll up a piece of uh, newspaper, just one piece, mm-hmm. light one end, let that get war- you know, let it burn just a little bit under the flue. Yep, and and that'll get everything ready to roll. That starts the yeah. vacuum effect. Very good. Yes, it starts the vacuum. Right. Yeah, and, and when you're cleaning the ashes, make sure you use a metal pan. Fires have been started <laughs> putting them in cardboard. Yeah. Are you t- you talking from experience? Right. <laughs> No, I heard, I heard one on the on the uh, on the show that said that someone caught a contract. Sure. Oh yeah, those uh, in, in boxes and left them there. Yeah, yeah. Red hot okay. embers. They do great on plastic yeah, dustpans. Well, yeah, yeah, but they come back to life. Right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they do. That's right. All right, yeah. Craig. We appreciate it, man. Yeah, you I, have a great I day. One, I got one. I got one question about uh, central. Oh, yeah. Central heaters, uh, do most of those or any of them have uh, filters you have to clean? Air filters? Well, I mean, your central unit. Your your central heat is also your air. Everything goes through that air intake, which that's where your filter is. So, absolutely. Um, it, it's not a separate. It's not, there's not the a intakes separate. are no different. That's right. There's not a separate intake for your heat. So, yeah. Treat your filter just like you would in the in the summertime. Okay, that, that was it then. All right, all right. Thanks a lot, Craig. We appreciate it. All right, bye. Bye. Number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. And uh, talking about those maintenance lists, uh, checklists for today. Boy, we've been been really into the fireplaces today yeah. too. Well. It's fire. We- it's it's fireplace weather. That's right. It's time for another break. Uh, when we come back, we'll continue looking for your home improvement questions and what project you're working on at this time of the year. So stay tuned. And call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on. Eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or send an email to fixit one hundred one at mpbonline.org. And when we come back from the break, we'll share tips on how to keep your pipes safe when the temperature drops below fees freezing which it's doing like last night be right back welcome back this is fix it 101 on mpb think radio i'm jason klein here with contractor Dell moore from affordable solution 601 and jeff sammons from housewords you can join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING that's 877-672-7464, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. All right, we've got uh, Thomas on the line in Gillsburg, and let's let's go to him. Thomas, you there? Yes, good morning. What's going on this morning? Uh, I just got a little thing I have a problem with, and I want to warn people before it gets cold out there. Uh, a few weeks ago, the points on my pump went bad. I go back there and scrape it down. There was a lizard on him. Showed it out. Mm. So I uh, hmm. put it all back together and was working fine. I said, well, I've got these new points I'll put on there later on. Well, this past Sunday, it went out on me again. I scraped the points and turned it back on. No, I, I uh, replaced them. The right. Turned everything back on. The wire started smoking all the way up to the breaker box. Ooh. So I called a friend of mine. 
and he had some new wire he brought over with him, and we went ahead and rewired it, you know. And I just want to warn people to go ahead and check the wires. You know, those outside wires going to your pumps and stuff because it could set a major fire in your house. That's true. That's true. And, you know, this time of year. Those wires on the outside get bare so quick. They start touching each other and it could start a uh, fire. That's true. And, and, And folks need to know that outside wiring all has sheathing on it. Uh, yeah. and, and over time, that stuff can break down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that if you have some wiring outside, whether it be for a porch light or something like that, any sort of exposed wire, you need to check that out. That's a, that's a very good point. Cold weather coming on, you know, you know, the wires, you know, they get extra hot in that cold weather. Right. Uh, I had a, another person mention to me in a hall a great uh, idea that would go along with that, as a matter of fact, which is go ahead and turn your heat on during regular business hours the first time. That way, you see if it works, and you're in regular business hours and can make a yeah, call. Right. So don't try it the first time at 9 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> at the five. Right. Oh, it's cold. Thank I'm going to turn my heat on. Yeah, don't try it. might happen during the daytime, so I was fortunate there. You know. Right, right. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a real good point. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, call them during the day, and that way, that way you'll know that – if you've got to fix it, you still got a shot. But I tell you what, if you think about it, if you tried your heat the first time at 5 o'clock or uh, 6 o'clock on Friday, right. it's a long weekend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to check in. Right. All right. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. And uh, before the break, we mentioned that the temperature would be getting below freezing, and kind of tonight, actually. Um, and this could this could get tricky folks if if you get uh a boo-boo on your pipes it can cost you a whole bunch of your house matter of fact depending on the extent of the damage total cleanup cost can be between five thousand and seventy thousand dollars or more state farm insurance estimates the average insurance claim for water damage from frozen pipes is at least fifteen thousand dollars oh yeah sure yeah, so, absolutely. So here's we were going to mention this morning. If you are on a conventional foundation house, which means you're not on a concrete slab, that your house is 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 built uh, traditionally on piers. On piers, uh, that's where a lot of folks get into trouble because those pipes need to be wrapped. They need to be yes. uh, insulated. Mm-hmm. Now, what are we talking about when we say those pipes? We're talking about the ones that are actually underneath the home, correct? Yes, well, all of them. all of your water lines and 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 your and your discharge lines. So know. let's say I go under my house and I don't see any sort of kind of uh, uh, insulation mm-hmm. of any sort. Oh man! What do I need to do? You need to insulate the pipes. Well, I mean, yeah. how do I do that? Do I do I call a person? Do I go buy some stuff? What do I What am I doing? And, you can pretty much do that yourself. You can, sure, you, yeah. You go get some pipe wrap. Uh-huh. Get you some some good all weather tape. Start mm-hmm. start taping up your lines. Um, so that's just it. Wrap it with stuff and then tape it. With well, stuff? yeah, with with the proper insulation. Right, yeah, right. The right. Like stuff. a little pipe, foam pipe too. Um, um, now you could take it a step further. Uh, let's say that you have a wa- an exposed water line. Um, mm. Wrap it with um, heat tape. Uh-huh. Um, which works great what as long it? as we have power. Now, remember, when the power goes out, our heat tape is not going to work anymore. I'm sorry, Jeff. What is heat tape? 
What is it? It's a it's a strip uh, plugs mm-hmm. into a one ten outlet, and it it uh, has very little current run running through it, but it will heat that pipe. No way! Yeah, absolutely, that is so cool. So, all right. Um, the only thing when you have those exposed pipes and you wrap them well or insulate them, uh-huh. the one that's under the ground is going to give you problem. When the ground freezes, the pipe that's still under the ground, uh huh, it's going to bust somewhere under there. And then yeah, it's our, our, how deep. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. our, our our freeze line is 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 fair is is fairly. Um, um, I don't know. Well, is it's right word shallow or deep. Right. Anyway, it's it's very unlikely for a pipe in the ground to freeze in in Jackson, Mississippi. Um, not saying it can't, right? But, but it's very, very unlikely. Okay. Um, now, what you also want to keep in mind is wrap those pipes in the attic. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. I, I probably need to that, do that. That this is year. unconditioned space. In most cases, it is unconditioned space. Mm-hmm. So, put stick your head up there. Make sure those pipes are wrapped. Make sure you're ready for for cold weather. Good I deal. guess I'm just pushing for the uh, replumb the house, but right, you right, you know, <laughs> right. wrap them and and hope for the best. Right. All right. Ann's on the line in Columbus. What's going on, Ann? Yes, I was listening to you about cleaning the fireplaces, and yes, we have a. Um, wood-burning fireplace that now has gas logs. Does it need to be cleaned with the vented gas logs? Uh, the the vented gas logs? Yeah. yeah so, so they are vented. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. The if, is open. Do you still need to get your Well, the, obviously the natural gas is burning very, very clean. Make sure you've cleaned your flue from the wood not from the natural gas. Mm-hmm. So if it's been cleaned from the wood, you're probably okay. Yeah, otherwise okay. it can ignite the creosote. That's right. Right. Okay. That's right. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate it very much. I enjoy your program. Thank you, ma'am. We appreciate it a lot. Thanks. Yes, ma'am. Uh, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Uh, some of the things that you can look at when the when the temps get low in this uh, in this winter is open kitchen and bathroom cabinet doors to allow warmer air to circulate around the plumbing uh, of those rooms. I've never heard of this before, and that just sounds genius. That's got to be old school. I mean, it's a great idea. O- open up your attic access too, right? Uh, um, so, so, in other words, open those areas mm-hmm. so that they get some of the conditioned air, which is warm uh, and not humid, also. Um, keep garage doors closed, uh, and there's there's often a water line in the garage, uh, one way or the, whether right. that be a washing machine or you know something. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so make sure to keep that closed. Keep the thermostat set to the same temperature both during the day and at night. They say, uh-huh. don't move that around by temporarily suspending the use of lower nighttime temperatures. You may incur a higher heating bill. But you can prevent a much more costly repair job if pipes freeze and burst. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, all right. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Of course, you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. All right. Here we go. If you'll be going away during winter, leave the heat on in your home at least to a temperature of 55. Oh, yeah. At least. Is, sure. there, is there a... Is there a different temperature that you guys heard in the past? I like 55, 60, somewhere in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So so if you leave your house, don't don't leave it don't leave it off. 
Yeah. If you leave it off, yeah. you, you might have a problem with the pipes. All right, let's go to the phone. Chad's on the line from Brandon. What's going on, Chad? So I have a question. Uh, traditionally, in houses that I've owned before, uh, water lines have been PVC, et cetera. Um, the current house that I own has seemed to have braided lines for other water lines running through a central port out of off the, uh, closet in my garage. Uh-huh. I can turn each, I can actually specify which outlet point in my yeah, house. That's a manifold. manifold water, yeah. It does not. Yes, yeah. sir. Uh, so those braided plastic lines that are currently running, and I guess that's newer with newer constructions, um, does those have to be insulated as well? Are you speaking of the PEX lines, meaning the the blue or red or even white or gray that comes out of that manifold? Well, the manifold, I have numerous lines coming out of the manifold right. into my attic. Right. Going to their destination. Right. They're all braided, kind of like braided PVC lines that I'm are not, flexible. I'm, I'm not, not familiar, I'm with, not that familiar at all. with that braided line. Yeah. Um, um, I know really PEX, PEX is kind of the, the new way of doing it and, and, and honestly, pretty cheap. I mean, Chad, here's the thing. I, yeah, the short answer to that is absolutely insulate them. Yeah. There's not a doubt in my mind. If there's water running through it, it needs to be insulated. Um, and, you know, not just for not just for cold, but, you know, I, 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 want my hot, I want my hot water line insulated to carry my hot water. So, well, yes. and if you live in Mississippi, you need to insulate that cold line if it's in your attic also, because I don't know if you've ever turned on the cold during summer and it's oh, just yeah. not sure. for a while. <laughs> yeah. No, so. it's, it's a good idea. All, all plumbing lines need to be insulated. Your hose bibs outside need to be uh, covered. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, all right. Um, appreciate it, Chad. You know, answers my question. Thanks. Yes, sir. Let's go to Jackie in Greenville. What's going on, Jackie? Hey, how y'all doing, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Great yes, show. Great show. Thank you. I got a house uh, with a gas, I mean, a wood-burning fireplace that I've been using several years, and I've never really cleaned it. But my question was, you know those logs that you could buy at Lowe's somewhere and it's supposed to clean the yeah. chimney? Uh, will that work, or do I need to call a chimney sweep? The Creso logs, uh, we asked a chimney sweep last time they were on the show, and um, he kind of said that it, it might knock off the top portion of right, stuff. Yeah. Going. It's not, it's not going to nah. really get the stuff off the side. That, that honestly requires a person scraping or brushing. Okay, is that something I could do? Or do I need a professional to do that? You can, but the tools needed sure. to do that are just, uh, uh, you know, I mean, a chimney yeah, sweep's yeah. tools are pretty particular. Yeah, and what, <laughs> what did he say that was a couple hundred bucks? Yeah. Or so? it, it wasn't, I can't remember the exact dollar figure, but it wasn't. Yeah, like, I've done the oh, sweep. Okay. Yeah, I've done the sweep before for mine, and, and yeah, it was about that. It was, you know, somewhere around okay. that area. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's worth just calling somebody that knows what they're doing. All right, thank you. That's what that, you answered my question. Thank you, sir. And you said a very important word there. It's worth it. Yeah. It is so oh, worth sure it, it not to burn down your house. That's right. It's so yeah. worth it. <laughs> so uh, there we go. Number of calls 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. It's time for our last break of the hour. You can call with your questions, comments, and just tell us what project you're working on. Also, remember, you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. When we return, we'll look at your smart home options for the holidays. 
be right back. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. And if you miss any of today's program, you can always listen back by podcast using any podcast app or our public media app. That's the MPB public media app. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fix it 101 at mpbonline.org. All right, so we were talking right before the break that uh, about the smart home things. I'm going to mention the, mm-hmm. the smart home. You know, it's November, holiday shopping has begun. Smart home tech may be one of the biggest things this season because it really started to explode last season with uh, the Amazon Echoes and those things. Mm-hmm. But I really think this year people will start getting the the um the remote control lights uh remote control a, a lot of different things that you can control from your smartphone in your home uh you know i can tell you this would be, i i haven't converted to one to where my phone will talk to my thermostat yet mm. but i can tell you i would love if like when i'm just kind of sitting there in bed and the wife says hey could you turn up the heat i would love to pick up my phone and not like get out of the bed yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just pick yeah. up the phone and turn the heat up. Or just Isn't tell awesome? Alexa to do it. Yeah. Or just tell Alexa to do it. Hey, hey, go, go up to 71. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. All right. I guess. Uh, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Is, right, yeah. is it that big a deal to walk down the hallway and and set the thermostat? How cold is it? Well, yeah. true. Do I have shoes on? Yeah. All right. That's a good point. Right. Too, Do I need to go to the bathroom? Yeah. Right. Man, it's going to be cold when I get out right. from underneath those covers. <laughs> right. That's just what it's come to then. Right. So before you start your smart home tech journey, uh, there's a lot of things to consider. Uh, and, and the first thing to consider is the next radio show on this station is Everyday Tech. Mm-hmm. And they're talking specifically about this. Wow. So this is going to be cool to, yes. to, to check this out. You've got to identify your DIY smart home goals. What are you trying to do? Uh, you know, there's been a lot of stories recently. If you watch the, the news nationally, a lot of stories of people uh, catching people trying to uh, break into their front doors or steal right, packages right, right, or all that right. other oh, stuff yes. with those doorbells, you yeah. know. Uh, there's two big companies that do the doorbells, and you you know you can look of those up and see which one works best for you. But it's a really, it's that's a neat thing. And you know what? It would if I were a package thief, I would be scared to death to walk yeah. up to a house now. Well, yeah. you, you know, from a from a builder, and I, I've given this a tremendous amount of thought. We need to incorporate somehow a package drop off. Uh huh. I mean, think about it. Those things, like an old mailbox where you pull something, the, yeah. yeah. Because the things we're ordering, um, they're they're not cheap. No, you know. In fact, I've got a I've got a cell phone uh-huh. coming to my house today via UPS. Uh-huh. Uh, they're going to set. And you it. can buy an older Volkswagen with that, can't you? Exactly. Yes. So, but if we had a, a a big enough area in our home where we could do a drop, uh huh, secure drop. Uh, I, hey, every day someone is walking up on your doggone doorstep right, and right. taking something that does not belong to That's them. Right. What were you saying, John? 
Oh no, I was just going to share my latest story. We we buy plenty of things off Amazon. We're uh, uh-huh. Amazon yeah. Prime members, so right. two day shipping. We love it, oh, and yes. we have never had any problems. You know, I, uh-huh. I fancy myself a DJ. I've had equipment sitting on right. my front yeah. right. porch and right. everything. This past week, my wife ordered something for her kids at school. Uh-huh. I I call it thirty dollars worth of plastic, right? Because that's just what it was. Right. <laughs> and that was the first package to ever get stolen off Man. of our porch. Uh-huh. Right. Oh, right. I've had equipment, thousands, yeah. hundreds of dollars right. worth of equipment, and they get it for thirty dollars worth sure. of plastic. Well, that, yeah. But know, if we had, but if we had the, because that's a conversation me and uh, my wife had. If we had the ring or you know whichever other right. doorbell camera. Mm-hmm. We could have we could have stopped them, you know. Or, or well, at least get a picture. Up, at, least, at least you have a picture. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you can um, get a picture and at least give it. And you know what? For me, if nothing else, I think doorbell cameras are going to be the best thing that ever happened to breaking and entering. Of course, and you can <laughs> talk to them and hey, put that yeah. down. Right, you know, yeah. Yeah. stop. <laughs> you you saw that on TV the other day. Yes, you I did can. too. We, we well, saw just like that, hollered at the guy. We we, uh, we we built a house in in leftover mm-hmm. uh, east of. Right. I mean, the left, left of, of east. Um, and um, you can walk up to his house right now, and when you walk up there, it alerts you. He looks on his phone, and says, "Oh, hey, Jeff, how you doing?" Right, right. So, that, hey, look. There's we all sit around and talk about this, and I know you can tear this up with the uh, technology guys in the next hour. But you know, let me tell you, these this is one of those areas where uh, technology and DIY this this home locks these home locks and the doorbells and things like that are just a total marriage. You know what we got to do, guys? We got to get one of the uh, one of the tech heads on our show to talk about. I've got a yeah, I've got a perfect guy. No, I got a guy right there as Wilts. Yeah, he runs the Everyday Tech Show. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm ne- hey. <laughs> we'll have wait him a on sometime. There we go. <clears throat> All right. Uh, you know Sorry. what? That's okay. <laughs> Let's try one more of his 877 MPB ring if you'd like to get that last call in this hour. Uh, some of the things you want to look at that these DIY smart home devices do, they, they, they have a control. They uh, give you more control and add convenience by helping you create schedules and rules. And, you know, like if you did want to say, hey, turn the heat up to 71 at 430 before I get here at 5, you know, cool. That's a very easy thing for that to do. Uh, security, we just talked about that. You know, the monitoring, deterring intruders, that sort of thing. Utilities, some devices can even encourage you to make your home more energy efficient, which helps you save on gas, electric, water bills. It's amazing. You can yes. you can hook this technology up to your stuff. And like it's a dark season before you get home, you can turn the lights on. Yep. I like that. That's feature. true. That's true. That's right. Uh, that's I'm looking at point. home now. That, right? Yeah. That, oh, you're looking at your house yeah, now. I'm just checking. Uh, entertainment. Now, like it doesn't even get close on entertainment. Right. It's just yeah. amazing. If you've if you've if you've dealt with any of the smart home devices and entertainment, it, it, that is where it really takes off. It just yeah. goes into yeah, the stratosphere right. there because when you can yell something into the air and your favorite TV show comes on, <laughs> yes, dude, <laughs> play my favorite song, <laughs> right? I mean, that's just awesome. Kitchen lights on. Right. 
Oh yeah, yeah. No, I always I always think about these uh, gifts now, especially you know we're coming to holiday season. As Jeff um, always talks about aging in place, you know, with oh, the yeah. um, you know you can just yell out the certain things, turn right. the temperature up, and you don't have to get out of bed if you're you know right. all snuggled up and well, stuff that, like the that. Age, the age in place thing works for that doorbell that uh, Jeff was just talking about, where the guy can sit up in his bed, look at his phone, and say yes or no. Sure, you know, that's, that's right. Awesome, man. There's no limit. We right. got the cameras you can spin around and look all the way around your house and yeah. talk to them so it, and and it's inexpensive i think and it is it is for a long run it's very of inexpensive. course yep um so so if you're looking into that choosing smart talk uh, technology is going to need to match what you want so the first yes. thing you want to do is sit down with the family and see what you need to get done okay so so i want a smart device in this room to control these lights or this thing you know, so you have to kind of map that out, and then you buy accordingly what you need. Yeah. And that way you won't just buy more stuff, right? And you can, you know, get the right package where you can have it in the bedroom and and all that through the house. Where right. You can call the bedroom and talk to her back there. and, and you know. Oh, yeah. It works like an intercom, too, yeah. if you want. And this is a good one to end the show on, like uh, with the aging in place, older parents and stuff. You may uh-huh. be, you know, yeah, having some on. mental issues and you uh, forgetting things and stuff like that. With the smart locks and the smart uh, doors, you can have that on your device, and you can unlock. make sure they don't go out and wander out in the street. And you can unlock. You can unlock the door for Nana. That's she right. Doesn't, she doesn't need her key. Oh, what, what did, that's good. What stuff. did Java just say? Unlock the door for Nana. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot, Java. All right, here we go. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Michelle McAdoo. Uh, for Dell Moore, Jeff Sammons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for Everyday Tech with Michelle McAdoo. And, yeah, they're going to do better with the topic that we talked about. Join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.